Eternal series, written by M. R. Forbes, performed by Jeffrey Kafer. Chapter One. In the dream, there was nothing but colors and flashing bursts of white light. They swirled and danced and whirled, flowing and collapsing, breaking apart and merging pulsing like signals moving from brain to heart to mind to soul and back again. In the dream, time was a vague thing, a recommendation, a suggestion, a simplified description of something so complex it was nearly impossible for the human mind to grasp. It was a toy, a plaything, a ghost haunting the dream and shading the colors with blacks and browns and grays. It turned patterns into solids, shapes into form, and shadows into detail until finally an image appeared. A memory? Reality? The past? The present? The future? In the dream, time was nowhere and everywhere, and there was no value in trying to understand it. Only accept it. Only endure it. In the dream, there was no control. It was a dream, after all. The shapes coalesced behind Mitchell's closed eyes, or at least what in his present state he believed were his closed eyes. They gathered themselves, the colors breaking apart, subduing, joining, and finally resolving into a scene. It was one he had relived an infinite number of times already, as many times as the universe had been unmade and then made again. Welcome to tomorrow, he heard himself say. He was standing beside Catherine, looking through the high-definition cameras that projected the space beyond the Goliath into the bridge, providing them with a full view of their surroundings. A ship was sitting directly ahead of them, a few hundred kilometers off the bow. It was a mirror image of their own, the United Earth Alliance spaceship Dove. He didn't know how many recursions there had been in this infinite cycle of eternal return, but Tijin had explained to him simply and with simple numbers. Given that time is a loop, repeating over and over without end, consider that this is recursion number two, the intelligence said. The dove that is arriving is from recursion number one. We should be traveling to recursion number three. In this way, the cycle of the dove being built, launched, and returning to the war against the Tetron continues unbroken. Time is always moving forward and thus impervious to paradox. But by remaining here, by allowing the duplication, you're altering the fabric of the timeline. You are changing things in ways we can't account for through even the most complex of algorithms. If you fail, this will happen again and again, and there will never be a new incursion to break the cycle. Do you understand? It's our risk to take, he said. Humankind's risk. Yes, it is a decision you make for everyone. The mesh is broken, here, now. The only other choice is to go forward again, and that may be more of a risk. The probabilities are even, Tijin agreed. Mitchell decided that they would remain. Two Goliaths had to be better than one, especially when he knew how some of the future was likely to go. It was the reason they were there to receive the Dove when she arrived. This is Admiral Yusefi of the Dove? A familiar voice responded over the comm. Mitchell could hear the shiver in the man's speech. He was frightened. I... I don't quite understand this. I believe Major Catherine Asher can help you with that, Mitchell replied, glancing over at his Catherine. I assume she is there with you? She is, Yusefi said. Silence followed. 
Mitchell could imagine the admiral approaching his pilot and asking her what she knew about this situation. He could guess the reaction the delivery of the news that she was carrying a piece of an advanced artificial superintelligence on board would be, if she even tried to explain that much. Mitchell? A new person said over the comm a few minutes later. Catherine. Mitchell Williams, is that you? Unlike Yusefi, her voice was excited, eager, enthusiastic. Yes, he replied. This is Colonel Williams. Catherine, where is Origin's configuration? Another pause. It's true, isn't it? All of it. It really is true. About the Tetron? He replied. The war? The end of humankind? Yes, it is. But it doesn't have to be. That's why we're here. But how? How can this be real? How can there be two ships? There aren't only two ships, his Catherine said. She had tried to prepare for the meeting, but had you prepared to meet yourself? There are two of us.